What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Built on Bitcoin podcast. I'm your host, blah, blah, blah. You know the routine. And we have a ton to cover, so I'm just going to skip a lot of the intro. This is a This Week in Stacks episode. And what are we covering today? Coinbase, uh, Alex Launch, Lindsay Lohan, Project Indigo, CityCoins News, something called Lydian Dow, a Stacks mining pool, Stacker Chat videos, built on Bitcoin videos, and some updates to the Stacks grants program and a new uh, role within the program. So let's get into it. I try and keep these under 10 minutes. Might fail today, but let's get it popping. And first things first, Coinbase. It happened. Uh, we finally got it listed. Um, Stacks is now officially on Coinbase. It happened in a kind of a tiered fashion where you can send Stacks to Coinbase first. And once there was enough proof of liquidity, they were going to uh, post it more formally on Coinbase.com and the Coinbase app, which happened like the next day. So yeah, super exciting. You can now buy stacks on one of the biggest exchanges and that's it. We get back to building. So I, it was hype and then it got back to normal quicker than I expected. But I guess I should just get used to that being in stacks. So yeah. That was dope. Uh, next up, Alex. Alex had their launch. They also had their IDO, which completely crashed the network for like three days. And uh, yeah, if you saw that, there was a bunch of frustration. Um, one of the issues was they had an IDO lottery where if you participated in the test net, you got these tickets and then you could redeem them for a potential to trade, I think, 48 stacks for 300 Alex tokens. And a lot of people had multiple, so you could have 10, 15, uh, up to 20. And they made it so that each ticket had to be redeemed individually. You couldn't do a single claim. And so that just completely bogged down the network. And the issue was some blocks were having like 700 transactions, and then others would have like three. And so, uh, yeah, that made everything go crazy. I did learn that one of the reasons why they did that is because when you do a many transaction, at least the way they were coding it, um, it was actually you could fit less into a block than just doing single transactions. So you could fit some big number of single ones, and you could fit a smaller amount, even though it was less transactions, of those uh, bigger ones because of the compute cost, I believe. So that's why they, they did that design decision. And if the blocks were being filled properly, it wouldn't have been as bad but, you know, growing pains. Uh, since then, things have been running pretty smoothly. So, yeah, the IDO went with hiccups. But since then, um, as of today, I believe, or maybe it was last night, uh, Alex is officially in their first earnings cycle. So you can put up uh, stacks or XBTC into a pool for swaps. Or you can uh, stake it in some way, or you can farm it in some way and get a yield. And um, yeah, every cycle was roughly three, four days, I believe. And you could stack or farm for up to 32 cycles, which is like three and a half months. So yeah, I've been learning a little bit about DeFi through Alex. I highly recommend, if you're curious about how DeFi works, the onboarding experience of Alex is fantastic. And the UI they give you and the, the, the real-time feedback as you're adjusting the levers is some of the best I've seen. So, yeah, super excited about that. Uh, congrats to the team, and thanks for stress testing the network. It's, uh, yeah, it just makes everything better. 
Next up on the list, we'll keep it rocking, is uh, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan has agreed to do a experiential NFT on Super Fandom. And if you're not familiar with Super Fandom, probably go watch the Stacker Chat with Gina and the team. But basically, they're selling an experiential NFT. So you have a celebrity that you want to hang out with, and you get to go golfing with them, or ride in a helicopter with them, or they'll come to your house and uh, barbecue for you. So that kind of thing. Um, I don't know if it's launched yet, but they're onboarding some pretty big celebrities. You can go check out the website. Link is in the description, but very cool. Next up... uh, just judging off of volume, I saw some charts. I think Jamil posted some stuff that NFTs on Bitcoin via Stacks would be a top 20 marketplace like competitor just off of volume. And a lot of the charts don't show us in the top 20, but if you look at whoever's in the 16th or 17th spot, we beat them. I think just Stacks NFT might beat some of them. So if you're uh, if you're looking at those for comparisons, uh, NFTs on Bitcoin are popping off. You know, we've all been buying this stuff, and it's good to see on a global scale that now we have some metrics of where we stand and compete. So that's pretty cool. And uh, speaking of NFTs, there's a big launch that was about a month ago, Project Indigo, and they released their first newsletter detailing some of the elements of what they're releasing, and they're doing an interactive story. It's text-based by default, I believe, and you plug in your NFTs, your characters, and they have different traits, and they'll interact with the story in different ways. So the the premise is you have these characters called Wastelanders, and you know it's just like an apocalyptic world. There is no you know economy, really. There's this thing called Tox, or a Tox token, that you can earn in the system. And you take your guys, and depending on what traits they have, whether they have weapons or armor or laser eyes or anything else, uh, they'll interact with the story differently. And not only will the game be on a website you can plug into and text-based, but they're going to have professional voice acting in the game as well. So that's all I've kind of seen so far is these early story elements and how they kind of bring it together. But it's not going to be until we can plug in our NFTs and see what it looks like that we'll really get to experience and see what they've been building. But I like the innovation. I liked what Megapont did with the Robot Factory, and I like what Indigo is doing with this storytelling element. (sighs) All right, keep it going. Uh, I'll try and pick up the pace a little bit because we're already at seven minutes. Uh, All New, Thomas All New from Fungible Systems, tweeted about how he's working on an update for Stacks API. Or maybe, I think he's creating his own adjacent API. So we're seeing now that with some issues a few weeks back with slowness in the API, uh, Hero was up working on updating it. This guy's working on it. Saibita released an updated Explorer. So this is kind of how this decentralization decentralization works where wherever there's a lag in the ecosystem people can just kind of come together and fill in that gap for themselves so you don't have to wait for any central company uh next up city coins there is a good amount of city coins news 
There's some official news, and there's some unofficial news. This stuff is kind of like, I'm giving you the early sneak peeks of what I'm hearing in the discords and what I've heard through other people, through the grapevine. But official news, OKCoin lists New York City coin. So that's dope. Uh, It took them a New York minute, but it's officially here. And Eric Gavin, who is the executive, executive director of Venture Miami, tweeted that they are hiring... For a few roles, his tweet says, we're looking for technologists and designers to work on and operationalize Miami Coin. And if you fall in one of these categories, crypto community lead, Web3 developer, or digital asset designer, contact us. So now we're seeing people have been talking about give us use cases, give us use cases. And uh, Venture Miami and the city of Miami is putting their money where their mouth is and actively hiring for roles to maximize Miami coin in 2022. So that's cool to see. Uh, in some unofficial news or official-ish, uh, Mark Wheeler is the CIO of the city of Philadelphia, and he put out a tweet saying, Philly is ready for a city coin. Green light, let's go. And so that's kind of how some of these cities have launched in the past is you get a tweet from someone prominent and then activation happens, and then mining begins. So who knows? There's a community call coming up in a few days, I believe, and I'm sure that will be a topic of discussion. Uh, The Discord's got uh, pretty active on this topic about what do we want to do first as far as launching the next city. Should we wait and get more use cases, or should we continue, you know, getting cities, you know, land-grabbed, prompted, and getting their local like tech engaged and their and their leadership engaged, and then once we get different use cases, we can port them to different cities quickly. So big discussion going on there. Uh, also, Brian, a city coiner, has been working in Austin trying to bring ATX coin to the state, and so he met with the mayor, Mayor Adler, and uh, I guess the meeting went well. There's still um, more work to be done, but looks promising. So that's pretty cool. Uh, shout out to him. So lots of City Coins news. Next up, Lydian Dow. Lydian Dow is a Dow based on Olympus Dow, I believe, which is a yield farming and yield generating Dow focused on a specific ecosystem. So Lydian Dow is going to be operating just in the Stacks ecosystem. And using things like USDA and Alex and any other kind of DeFi protocols and kind of white space in the Stacks ecosystem to generate the best yields at that time. And you'll buy an LDN token, which is the Lydian kind of like network token. And uh, you can stake them and get more LDN. And as the treasury uh, does its thing, you'll get a more proportion of that yield, is my understanding. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, Stacks Mining Pool. Saivita has announced a Stacks Mining Pool. It's currently raising. It closes tonight or tomorrow. It doesn't look like it's going to reach its its minimum balance. I think they had to reach 3.5 or 5 BTC, and they're still below 1 as of this recording. But it's a good first uh, proof of concept. Like the fact that it's out there now, it's only a matter of time until someone does a Stacks mining pool. And I know that a lot of us, if we could spend a little BTC and get Stacks for 
whatever it is, a 5% discount, 10% discount, uh, a lot of us would do that. So uh, shout out to them. They've been innovating on mining tech and being good supporters since the beginning. So love them. Uh, all right, some video updates. There's some new Stacker Chats and some new Built on Bitcoin episodes. On the Stacker Chats front, there's two episodes, one called Alex Launch, Hyperchains, and Bringing Entrepreneurs to Bitcoin. And in that video, a couple of the big uh, takeaways, Muneeb talks about Hyperchains, and he kind of talks about some of the, some of the specifics, as well as ha- how he'll be releasing, or they'll be releasing, a technical document in the next few weeks. Uh, overlaying some of the more specific topics around hyperchains and how they're going to work. So you can look out for that if you want some early alpha on scalability solutions. And then on the back half, he talks about why entrepreneurs should be building on Bitcoin. And the answer is kind of obvious, which is that you want to be unlocking Bitcoin. Like it's the asset that is just sitting dormant right now, the largest market cap, and if you could build there and unlock that, that's the place to be. So if you had a long-term vision and you're looking 10 years out, where do you want to be? Uh, it's probably in Bitcoin. So, But he has some, some good takes on that one as well. The second video is called Bitcoin Leading Crypto Markets and Focus Areas for Stacks. And in that one, uh, one of the inter- interesting takes I found was he talks about how some of the best companies come or are built during a bear market. And so it's kind of like this idea that bear markets weed out the kind of like noisy, weaker signal where some people just go because it's cool and hot to go somewhere. But the people that are really interested or are there because of the principles of something, they're they're irrespective of market conditions. And so when you're in a bear market, he's not saying we are in one. But if you're in a bear market, the signal-to-noise ratio is much, much higher than when you're in a bull market. And so, uh, yeah, pay attention to those kind of things, and that's the best time to build. So, good episodes. I had three episodes go out. Uh, One was with the Sabita Mining crew, uh, titled Unleashing Proof of Transfer Light. And we not only just talk about POX which there's a ton to cover there. And I think that what they're doing, especially with trying to build outside of city coins, is super powerful. And I didn't really realize that until the episode. But we also go into some of the backgrounds of the devs, of uh, Diopitis and NVIDIA, and uh, how they got into Clarity, how they like building a Web3, what's it like building on stacks, those kind of things. So... Great episode. That was a, I love those guys. I, <clears throat> I also had one with Ken Liao, which is a ex Blockstack developer and founder of Secret Key Labs, which you would know as the maker of the Xverse wallet. And yeah, talk to him about what he's working on. There's some big uh, stuff coming down the pipeline around city coins and mobile authentication, where you can use your phone to log into Stacks NFT or Arcadico or Alex. And just from your phone, just from your mobile device, you can start to play with those apps from within that uh, in-app browser on Xverse, which, like, yes, 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 yes. I want that 
10 freaking years ago. So excited about that. And then the last one I put out was with Will and Jenny from the Stacks Foundation. We talk about how to balance decentralization while also keeping everyone on mission. We talk about a new grants program they're releasing, how they got into crypto, a ton of topics. And it was good to get to know them a little bit better. And then last but not least on this list, before I totally gas, uh, there is a new grants program launching called the Ambassador Program. And the idea is to try and grow the foundation's ability to approve grants without necessarily um, being more centralized and also getting the community more engaged. And so they're going to bring on 6 to 12 ambassadors and they're going to be in three main categories, technical, design, and community. And within those, uh, as grants come in, you as ambassadors will come together and be facilitators for these grants. So people will come to you with questions and you'll give feedback and maybe you'll give them some good questions or how they could structure this differently or they have questions about a problem they're trying to solve and you know who to talk to or you have the solution. So it's all about being more effective, more nimble, have more throughput of grants, get more things funded because as Stack starts to grow bigger and bigger and bigger, uh, you definitely can't do it with the size of the team and how much work they're doing outside of just grant reviews. So, uh, yeah, it's application open right now. If you're watching this on between the 1st and the 13th, I believe. So if this time is something that you'd be interested in, you can read the blog post in the description and maybe apply. It, it could be for you. And just to end it off, a few more grants-related topics... Uh, I've been watching grants that get approved, and I think it's a pretty cool way. Shout out to Taicho, who uh, commented that it's a good way to see what's going to come a few months down the line. What, what grants get approved today is going to be what's popping in three to six months. So I've been watching that to kind of get some early alpha on uh, where Stacks is going, and there's a bunch that were approved in the past week. So... Uh, Pseudo Zach, who you know from Ellen Swap, the Lightning to Stacks Bridge, uh, he got approved for another grant to bring some more functionality to Ellen Swap. Love that. Uh, someone named Insight is working on an update for the Stacks Explorer where you can see how much a transaction costs and compute cost in that block. So, like I mentioned earlier with the Alex um, IDO issue, one transaction, you can fit maybe, you know, 700 transactions in them, even though if you put 20 tokens into one kind of like mine many in a, in a sense, you can only maybe fit five of them in a block. I'm, I'm not saying that math is right, but this is an update where you can see compute costs for each transaction. So you can see, oh, that NFT I minted costed 2%, and so I can only fit 50 of these in a block, period. And, uh, yeah, so more, more feedback and more, like, real-time data on the things that we're doing and how they impact the network and why sometimes things are slow or not working like you expected. Uh, another one funded, and this one I like a lot because I've tinkered with it a little bit, but there's a, a no-code no code platform called Bubble, and this person is trying to bring uh, stack support or hero support as a no-code plugin for Bubble. 
So you could build a different MVP of a product just by using the drag and drop interface of Bubble and then connect a Stacks wallet and people could use their tokens within this dApp. So I love that. That's going to open up a lot of people to, especially if you just want to like create something basic and then you can go to a dev and say, hey, could you take this and make it you know, this much crazier? But I got it this far. This is kind of how I'm thinking about it. All right, a few more and then I'll get out of your hair. Uh, Zero Authority DAO has been launched. They're getting funding, and they are trying to build a crater hub for everyone to come and create content, learn, and grow together. So they're going to do live streams. They're going to create content in some fashion. Uh, I think the the blueprint is still TBD, but the idea sounds cool. And same with the new school DGENs. So they're launching a learn-to-earn education platform, which I think is focused more on like seminars and uh, live events, that kind of thing, I think. Um, I don't want to go too deep and get that wrong. But they got funded. And then the last two, uh, Stacks on Chain, which people have been using to get data for Stacks on the chain. Crazy. Uh they got funded for, to build a portfolio page. So you can go to this one site and you can go to, it'll probably be stacksonchain.com slash, you know, say Jake Blockchain. And you can see a whole dashboard of the NFTs I hold, the tokens I hold, how much stacks I have in my wallet, and a much more pretty interface than what we typically see on uh, the Stacks Explorer page. So that's cool. And then the last one I have on here is an update for the Stacks Wikipedia page, just making them more clean, engaged. So, that's it. It only took 20 minutes to get updated. Uh, it didn't help that I took 15 days to do this this week in Stacks video. So, yeah, that's it. Busy, busy, busy times. Uh, it's crazy that when crypto is down, it still feels like stacks is just up because everyone's just head down focused. And every day, people are finding out about stacks more and more. So, yeah, that's it for this update. Uh, I love y'all. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. I know that things don't always go your way. Trying to figure out a way to make it out, make it out, cause I don't think about everything going wrong.